This is PodSpot, the unofficial UK HubSpot podcast brought to you by Clients First. In this episode, Matt Wood, digital strategist at Clients First, chats with HubSpot's very own Luke Summerfield about the launch of the new CMS hub, including the new features, the advantages it gives to businesses, and how it has been built with both marketers and developers in mind. Today, we're going to be talking about the brand new CMS Hub, which was launched very recently. Uh, This is HubSpot's latest development in its quest to be the ultimate website management platform and content manager. Now, HubSpot recently um, coming out on top of the G2 crowd's uh, best website content management system. um, And the CMS Hub is a a sort of a real testament to... um, you know, how much work HubSpot put into this product. Um, so with me today, I have probably the um, one of the most highly qualified people in the world uh, to talk to me about the, the HubSpot CMS. And that person is HubSpot's own Luke Summerfield. So welcome to PodSpot Luke in our first ever episode and as our first guest. Woo! <laughs> well, I am, I am so excited um, not only to just chat about all things CMS, but also to have the honor of being the first guest in, I'm sure, a a brilliant podcast. So I'm really, really excited. Thank you for inviting me. Problem at all. It's great to have you here. So I think just to kick things off, um, could you just give the the listeners uh, a rundown of who you are and what you do over at HubSpot for people who, you know, I can't believe don't know who you are already, but, you know, (laughs) for those people who don't know much about you. I'm sure there's a lot of people who who don't know anything about me. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've been in the HubSpot bubble for a really long time, probably about nine years now. The first three and a half was at a partner agency implementing HubSpot with clients. So any of you agency folks listening, I've been in the trenches, been in your shoes doing it. And that agency ended up getting acquired where I jumped to my next adventure at HubSpot. And I've been there for a little over five, five and a half years and done quite a tour of duty around HubSpot from working in the agency partner program to working on the marketing team to doing certifications in the academy. Um, The last three years, I've been on the product team, um, first focusing a lot on developers and all the folks that are coding all kinds of cool stuff on top of HubSpot. And then the last year or so have been working on everything we're going to talk about today, which is the CMS Hub. Um, and so that's what I do now as, as a go-to-market lead for CMS Hub is just anything that helps uh, people be more successful and help us grow the business. Oh, brilliant. Um, so, so to kick us off then, um, I mean, I guess for you guys at HubSpot, it's a really exciting time, especially um, for the CMS team and the product team uh, with the, the whole new launch of the CMS Hub. So my first question is, why did you guys decide to focus on the CMS as your next big hub release? Because um, you, you released the CMS as an add-on um, a couple of years back, um, and I just want to know: is is this new release a sort of natural prog- progression of the CMS moving from add-on to full product? Well, one of the things that I think is just important that sometimes is overlooked in this day and age is that every single business has a website. It's just such a foundational core part of what it means to be a business today, and so. Um, what you know that that just in terms of a market need it's a pretty big market there's a lot of websites a yeah. lot of a lot of companies that need that and a lot of the shifts that i'm sure we'll talk about a little later on the shifts that we are seeing in the web design industry made it very apparent that the current cms market was not serving those businesses the best that it could and so that's what we've tried to work on um launching is a cms that does 
serve kind of those shifts that we're seeing. To your point, we have had a CMS for a very, very long time, actually since the beginning of HubSpot days, 14 years ago. Um, but it's always existed as sort of a an add-on to the marketing tools. And um, to your point, this is very much a evolution of what we've learned, what we've built around the CMS world today. And I'd encourage everyone to think of this as a brand new product. So although we've had a CMS, maybe you've checked it out in the past or you've tinkered with it uh, in the past, this is such a radically different reinvention of what our CMS is that is definitely worth uh, another look, um, including now a new tier, an enterprise tier of the CMS. So um, of course, we can get into all the details of what those evolutions are, but that's really the way that that um, we're talking about it internally at HubSpot, that this is a, uh, you know, a real reinvention of the product, specifically to solve some of those shifts that we're noticing in the web industry. Yeah, and I suppose one of those shifts really is to put a bit more focus on uh, marketers, uh, you know, um, what well, one of the things that's that stood out to us as an agency and myself is that the CMS hub um, seems to put developers and marketers at its core rather than just developers. Um, and myself being a marketer rather than a dev, you know, um, I've tried coding in the past on and off, and you know, I've always sort of struggled with it. But um, I've always um, loved a CMS that can that can look after marketers as well. Um, so really, how does the new CMS hub empower marketers to use it rather than just developers? There's basically, there's, there's kind of three stories here that I think are important for us when we look at the shift that's happening in technology specifically. There's also a shift that we've seen in process, how people are going about building websites. And we've also seen a shift in culture. How does a website play a part in growing a business? But if we narrow in on just the technology to talk about CMS Hub, what we saw was that with what we're kind of looking at as traditional CMSs, kind of the status quo that of today, there's, there's four challenges that traditional CMSs have. The first one is the fact that a traditional CMS, um, as the business grows, it demands more out of the website. You got to add in more features, more functionality, more plugins, more um, you know modules, and at, over time between the hosting, between the website software itself, it becomes a very clunky big system that requires a lot of maintenance and security. And so what we found is that teams were spending an inordinate amount of time just maintaining their system, doing updates, um, security patches, um, you know, focusing on trying to make sure that the site's not getting hacked or if it is hacked, bringing it back up. And what that time does is it pulls your time away from more impactful things like your customers. So we saw that traditional CMSs force you to focus on maintenance and security, not on your customers. The second thing that we saw with traditional CMSs, to your point, is that they become, as they become bigger and, and you know, almost more clunky, it becomes more and more difficult for marketers the folks that are actually using the website, marketers and content creators, to get their work done. They almost inevitably have to go through a developer to do anything on the site. And um, that creates gatekeepers. And developers are absolutely important. I'll talk about them in a second. But uh, the problem is, is that your team's time, if you have to go through a developer to do any changes, it slows everything down. It makes it, you know, the developer has their own priority list. They're in some other sprint cycle. They got to, you got to try to fight with them to get them to implement the change your team needs. And maybe six weeks later, you might see it on the site. And we know in this day and age, especially 
being agile and being able to make those changes on your own and being empowered is, is more important than ever. And so traditional CMSs, again, create those gatekeepers. Um, now, if we, if we, there's, there's a few more stories, but I'll, I'll kind of pause right there to talk about what we see in modern CMSs and what we built CMS Hub around. The first one, going back to maintenance, um, spending more time on maintaining your system and updating it versus focusing on your customers. We built a system that it allows for maintenance and management without any of those migraines. The way we do, do it and the way modern CMSs do it is we build on a SaaS infrastructure. So just like every other software in the entire world, for some reason in the web world, in the CMS world, we're not starting with a SaaS infrastructure. We're starting with this infrastructure where you got to maintain servers and hosting and you know you got you to gotta like deal with all the security stuff. Modern CMSs like HubSpot, like Shopify, they just take care of all that stuff for you. So it frees your time up to not worry about, is my site getting hacked? Do I have to get it up if it, if it went down? Do I have to update all these things? And instead, you can focus on your customers and building more value for your customers, growing your business. To the second point, the gatekeepers, modern CMSs are built in a way that empowers the marketing team so that the marketing team can just easily get their work done and then at the same time, again, developers are absolutely critical, but those developers, their time is not best spent making changes to colors and to fonts and tweaking a menu text and adding a new team member onto the site. Like Their time is better spent in more impactful places. So modern CMSs allow the developers to create uh, experiences for the marketer to just get their work done, which then frees the developer time up to do more impactful stuff like building payment processing systems, more elaborate um, web experiences, and to really build like unique experiences onto the website. So those are like the two shifts in the technology world. There's two more that we can talk about in a minute, but, um, and that's really two, two areas that we at HubSpot tried to solve with our new CMS Hub. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so moving on to the, uh, the other side, the dark side then of the developers, um, so one of the one of the new features of uh, CMS Hub that really got uh, our our devs quite excited was uh, the ability to now create themes from scratch, mm-hmm. um, and I guess this is a massive benefit for both marketers and developers, really, because of the, uh, one for the amount of time um, they can save, and it just it this sort of introduction of themes just feels like a, a natural stepping stone for HubSpot in terms of competing with other CMS uh, providers out there. Um, so. What are the tools does the CMS Hub bring in for developers that sets it apart from everyone else? Well, I think one of the most um, interesting shifts that we did, again, thinking of it like a new product, is, uh, and you, you just uh, remarked on it, is the experience, the editing experience. How do you easily build and optimize remarkable web pages for marketers? And then what's the experience for developers? And so with the launch of CMS Hub, we totally redesigned and reimagined what that experience looks like. From the marketer's side, it's an editing and optimization experience that requires absolutely zero code and allows them to do everything that they, they need to do. The way we do that is what you were just talking about, themes. So themes is a new concept uh, at HubSpot. Uh, it's available, you know, there's a, the concept of themes is very common in a lot of other CMSs, as you mentioned, but... Themes allows you to package assets together and then be able to give marketers knobs and dials, settings, color changes, font changes, no code required to make changes 
And then it applies it to all of those assets that are combined in there. So that that allows you to, again, change and look the, the look and feel and styling of a site without having to rely on the developer. The developer can set up the, the um, experience for the marketer to be able to make those changes. The second thing that we introduced is the drag and drop editing functionality. And drag and drop editing, it's been around for about six months hiding in email. And so some of you may have played with our drag and drop editor in email, but that now is applied across all our content pages. And so this makes it extremely easy for a marketer to add new columns, add new rows, you know, drag modules in, make images bigger, smaller, you know, move buttons, add buttons. So it basically is a very, very uh, lightweight, uh, easy way for marketers to get their work done. Now, on the, the opposite end of that, the developers. And so some of you may remember uh, our previous CMS, we had something called the design manager. And the design manager still exists today. It's it's a tool that a lot of people uh, love, but there's also, it's a tool that wasn't serving a lot of people, specifically developers. Because what we found was that it was, we were trying to get marketers and developers all working within the design manager. And we found out marketers just wanted that visual editing experience and developers just want to code locally on their machine. They just want to like, all they want to do is nerd out on code. And so what we built was a set of tools that allows developers to use their existing uh, code editors, their existing workflows, and just plug in HubSpot into all of their existing stuff so that they can code sites locally uh, run it through Git or GitHub for version control, um, use our developer sandbox for staging environments, and then push everything into production where then the marketer gets to see it and the marketer can interact with all that stuff on the visual editor. And so that's like, we've, we've kind of rethought the editing experience for both of those um, to make everyone just way more pleasant on the way that they like to build. Drag and drop editor, I absolutely love. I, I love a good drag and drop editor, but that's just the marketer in me, really. I just like things to be easy. Um, but yeah, I've got yeah, I've been using you know the HubSpot drag and drop editor in uh, email and landing pages for a mm-hmm. bit now, and yeah, it's 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 a really great tool. And you know, just going forward, um, when you guys are just building more and more bits into that, I can, I can imagine it's going to be a sort of beating editor. One thing that I'll mention on there too, actually, before we go on, just because I know a lot of the folks listening to this are HubSpot users. One question that comes up is like, hey, I already have templates on my on my site uh, or I want to download something from the marketplace. Can I take advantage of this new features and functionality? And the thing that I'll mention is that um, because it's brand new, um, if you have existing templates or you are looking for something in the marketplace, uh, there is a certain level of um, tweaks that you have to do to existing templates to enable this functionality. So that's just one thing that I'll mention is that if you have existing stuff, it's it's quite easy to do, but you'll probably need um, one of your more technical folks, your developers to add in some, you know, uh, Hubble code to basically enable this functionality within your existing templates. If you want to play with it, the new CMS hub comes with seven out of the box themes that does have all of this built in. And so you can play around with those themes and get a sense of what it's like. Um, we will be uh, starting to release themes in the marketplace. We have a number of third-party developers submitting those now and probably in the next 30 days, we'll have those available in the marketplace. And then the last thing is if you're a developer and you're like, man, I wanna learn what this is. I wanna, I wanna build this. Uh, we have brand new developer documentation. We relaunched all of our documentation. And one of those things in there is a new open source boilerplate. And that boilerplate will give the developers, all the, all the technical folks, a starting point 
to see how these different um, new features work. And then you can build off of that to customize your own your own template or your own theme that you want to build for your site. Um, so let's talk a bit more about how CMS Hub is packaged up. So um, it used to be an add-on. Now it's a full-on hub. Um, so we've got Pro and Enterprise, CMS Hub Pro, CMS Hub Enterprise. So what are the main differences between um, both of these packages? Uh, and what are the benefits to businesses businesses of going to, uh, towards the enterprise um, level? The CMS Hub Professional is for fast-growing companies who are tired of being held back by clunky management systems that require heavy maintenance and make it difficult to mar- for marketers to get their work done. So this is kind of, this is like the story that we've been talking about up to this point. Now, if we look at enterprise, all of that is true. It comes with everything that professional has, because of course, even at the enterprise, they're struggling with some of those same challenges. But the enterprise is also for organizations that want to build powerful web app experiences and provide governance and control over a growing team. And so if we look at, let's look at um, Pro first and kind of the three stories there. We've already talked about them, so I'll go through them quickly. At Pro, again, that maintenance and management without the migraines, just let HubSpot take care of all that stuff for you so you can focus on your customers. That's the uh, SaaS CMS infrastructure built with a CDN, 24-hour security monitoring, SSL standard web application firewall built in, all the technical stuff that um, basically means you're going to have a high-performing, secure website. The second is that build easily build and optimize remarkable web pages. That's the whole experience we just talked about for developers and for marketers. And then the last one that is, is super important, especially if you already are using one or more of HubSpot's other hubs, is that it's an all-in-one tool to help you build traffic and generate leads. And so again, it comes with the CRM, comes with a brand new SEO recommendations tool. Uh, now A-B testing is baked in and we have a new feature called contact attribution reporting. Um, it's in beta. So anyone who checks it out today, you might see a, you might have to get it beta access, but it will be rolling out to everyone very soon. But this allows you to track the ROI of your, your website efforts. And so you can see what's working to generate leads, what's not working to generate leads, and you can report to your CMO uh, or your director of marketing on um, how things are going. So that's that that's a tool that will t- t- show you uh, lead generation. If you want to track it all the way through to revenue, that's where you need some of the marketing hub tools as well. The uh, the second piece that I'll talk about is that that CMS Hub Enterprise, and again, that's for um, scaling organizations that also want to build web apps and uh, governance over a growing team. The web app is very interesting. We're seeing the lines of what software and what website are, what a website is and what software is blurring. A lot of them, like you look at certain websites and they're so, it gives such a um, personalized, tailored experience. You kind of scratch your head and wonder if it's a piece of software. Yeah. And so we allow on CMS Hub Enterprise companies to build web app experiences on top of our system. The way we do that, one new feature we have is called serverless functions. Anyone who's a developer is going to know exactly what serverless functions are. For us non-technical folks, uh, the easiest way to describe it is it's a little, it's a place within CMS Hub where you can store application code. So you can basically build your application code, put it into our serverless function area, and we take care of, you don't have to spin up any servers or maintain anything or do any securities. We will make sure everything's all good. You just write the code and and we'll execute it. 
The other piece that goes into building powerful web app experiences is our memberships tool. And so this allows you to start building login functionality, to build membership subscription websites, to build client dashboards, to build dealer dashboards, um, a lot more, again, these web appy type experiences. Um, and we have more than that, but those are probably the, the two that I'd like to highlight just for time. Um, and so the web app experiences on CMS Hub Enterprise is so exciting to me because uh, I'm, I'm really struggling to find things that you can't build on CMS Hub these days. Anything you can think of, you can pretty much build on CMS Hub, um, including now payment, payment processing. So if you want to do subscription services where you have payments or if you want to do, um, you know, if you have under 20 products, you can start selling 20 products on CMS Hub. Uh, if you have more than 20, you're better off using a full e-commerce solution like Shopify or Magento and then just using our e-com bridge or Shopify integration to connect them. But um, yeah, a lot of previously held misconceptions about what is possible in CMS Hub. This just blows the door open to all of that. The last two, and I'll mention them very quickly, is the gain governance and control at scale. Again, for larger organizations that have teams in all different areas or they have high level security concerns, they have a very, you know, the IT team is very involved. We now have um, partitioning and permissions for the user and team level to give people the right access to the right things. We have SSO logins, um, a couple new APIs to allow you to monitor what's going on with the site and how people are um, interacting with the site. Um, and so that's like very important for those scaling companies. And then especially for y'all in the, um, in the UK and in the, um, in Europe, it's, it's so important to be able to extend your brand into multiple languages, into multiple brands, regions. And so the last part of CMS Hub Enterprise is it comes with, um, the ability to add on brand domains, which historically has only been available in Marketing Hub Enterprise. And so you can add on new brand domains for, again, new business units, new regions, micro sites, event sites, and it'll come with two brand domains right out of the box. So you can build your core website and you'll be able to build one additional website uh, right out of the box. Um, along with, we have um, unlimited subdomains and unlimited country code domains. So you can, that's in both pro and enterprise. You can basically build however many country code domains you want, as many subdomains as you want. Brilliant. No, no, it's really exciting, especially at the enterprise level. It's um, it's it's massive. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that um, I think a lot of uh, enterprise businesses will can really use to sort of make themselves stand out um, to their competitors, especially in terms of the amount of personalization um, that you can now have on your website um, and, and the, the data you can pull from the CMS, uh, CRM even as well. Um, and that brings me on to my next question. Um, and this is a question that my, uh, well, some of the developers um, at Clients First um, wanted me to ask, and it's around HubDB. Um, so they absolutely love HubDB. Um, and uh, it's really coming to its own since it was launched uh, a little while back. Um, and it's been expanded on again in the, uh, in the CMS hub. Um, and I know dynamic content's a big part of HubDB as well. What is what's the future hold for HubDB? Where 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 will that go um, as a as a little product? For those of you not not familiar, HubDB is like a uh, simple database, a lightweight database that um, allows you to build dynamic content on the front end of a website. And so you can populate that you can populate the data in the database um, on your own, like through CSV import or just adding it in. But you can also connect it via API into outside systems. So if you have some other data 
stored somewhere else, you want to pull it in and show it on the site, you can you can use the HubDB API to pull that in. Um, so to your point, it's really exciting for a lot of folks because it, it again, it it's a part of that building those powerful web app experiences where you have these dynamic personalized experiences built out on the site. It is available in both pro and enterprise. Um, what we're doing with HubDB uh, long-term is, well, what we're doing, working on right now is a lot of behind-the-scenes infrastructure updates. Um, they're rebuilding a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, which is, you know, you as customers don't necessarily immediately see the benefit of that, but they're rebuilding it in a way that's going to give it a lot more flexibility and allow it to plug into things like our CRM in a much more um, coupled way, a lot easier of a way to plug into all the data that's going into the CRM. So, I'm most excited about that because it will give it gives the power of all the updates that is also going on at the same time. Like we're doing a lot on the CMS side, but at the same time, we have a whole team that's doing a whole ton of work on the CRM side to build out more flexible, more custom type of um, ability. And so with the rebuild of HubDB, it's going to make it easier to take advantage of a lot of the new features and functionality that are being built on the CRM side and just make the whole system so much more powerful. Um, so I think that's uh, one area that they're working on. The other area that they're working on is the nice thing about HubDB is compared to something like a MySQL, which is a more common, a very common database that's used. MySQL database used by, again, real popular in WordPress world is only available to developers. It's very, very difficult for someone who's not technical to be able to pull or, or uh, manage data out of those. HubDB kind of looks like a, a spreadsheet on steroids. And so um, it's usable. The UI of it is usable enough for non-technical folks so that they can get in and make changes, make updates, add new locations if they're using it for, like, let's say, a location finder. Um, change addresses if there's addresses in there and really allow the marketers to manage it. And so one of the um, other efforts that's being done with HubDB is to try to find ways to make it even more usable for marketers, um, again, to get their work done, but uh, also at the same time, like I said, more flexible for developers to plug into all the updates happening on the CRM side. Great. Okay, so um, just the last tool I want to I want to touch on is you mentioned before a A to B testing, um, and this has been enhanced with uh, CMS Hub, um, and you've brought in something called adaptive page testing. Um, can mm -hmm. you just explain um, what's how because a the A B testing stuff in HubSpot already is really good. We use it a lot, um, and it's great that it's just completely it's built in to everything. You don't have to get another A-B testing software and plug it into HubSpot. It's mm -hmm. just all built in. So how does adaptive mm -hmm. page testing really um, build on the current testing tools that are in place? Sure. So one of the updates that happened with CMS Hub um, that I would like to mention on A-B testing, so the, the thought with A-B testing is that you can basically have your current uh, champion variation and then you can spin up a second variation of B uh, test and run it to see um, what types of improvements you get in conversions to determine a winner. Um, so what we did with the launch of CMS Hub that is worth noting is we also extended A-B testing into multilingual pages, which historically you could only really do it on one language variation. So that's for folks that have multilingual sites, that's like a really exciting thing. It opens the door to doing A-B testing on multilingual pages. Adaptive testing takes this one step further. So uh, first off, uh, it allows you to test up to five variations so that you can get into more um, uh, multivariate testing. So that's exciting. And then in addition, what we found was that 
you know, when you determine a winner, there's a lot of, um, when you run an AB test, there's a certain level of maintenance and management that needs to happen in order to, for you to understand who, uh, the winner and who the better performing, um, variation is. And what we thought was, why are we basically requiring folks, why are all the AB testing tools requiring folks to have some level of data science knowledge to be able to determine that and also the time it takes to manage those tests? So what we did is we invested in building out a um, an AI and machine learning algorithm that will monitor a test once you start it. So you basically set up your five variations, hit start, and the ML um, model will track which variations are performing best for which segments and over time can um, automatically distribute traffic to the variations that are performing the best. So for example, if they're seeing that folks coming on a mobile device are actually converting higher on variation B, but folks that are coming on desktop are are, uh, performing better in variation C, it will start evenly distributing that um, page that it serves based off of the device, in that case, device type that that's performing the highest. And so that is a fluid, flexible system that changes over time as it sees um, the performance increase or decrease between the variations with the goal being that you can basically set it, forget it, let the machine learning distribute the content. And over time, uh, it basically chooses the winner automatically so that it saves you the time and energy and you don't need to be a data scientist to figure that stuff out. Great. No, that's brilliant. Um, so that's everything about the sort of uh, the, the new CMS hub. All really good, really exciting product launch. Um, so I really just also wanted to touch on um, a couple of our areas as well. Um, and one of those being growth-driven design. Uh, so I couldn't really have you, Luke, on a on the podcast about talking about GDD, especially as being the father of GDD. So, um, where do you see the future of uh, growth driven design going? As we talked about, um, we have we, we're seeing if we step back at HubSpot, we're seeing three fundamental shifts in the world of web design or web, in the web world. The first one is uh, a shift in technology. The second is a shift in process, and the third is a shift in culture. And so everything that we've talked about up till this point has really lived in the shifts that we're seeing in technology. Um, But again, there's also those two other shifts of culture and process. And that's where the growth-driven design methodology um, talks about. And so the quick, this is probably a whole nother podcast, so I'll try to go quick. But um, (laughs) the, the shifts that we're seeing in culture is that traditionally... A website is seen as a business expense, something you just have to like pay in to do. It's a static brochure. It's kind of like you probably had some PDF that got basically converted into a sales enablement material. And then it's very much a based on assumptions type of a um, system, like what looks pretty? What does the CEO think? Uh, Modern companies, when we look at how HubSpot, Facebook, Google, um, Stripe, Square, all these big companies, how they think about their website. They see it as a growth investment. As we invest in this asset, it makes the flywheel spin faster and faster and faster. It can be, um, they see it as a product in their product line. So just like you have other products and services that are always approving, always being used by customers, the website is a software product that's maybe free or maybe you charge for it. Maybe you start launching academies and online courses and all these things, especially in this day and age, we know it's more important than ever to start um, having new revenue streams uh, digitally, but you treat it like a product, just like any other product line. And you're using data to make decisions. 
Um, it's no longer what looks pretty. It's using things like we just talked about A-B testing to inform how you improve it. And so those are the shifts in the culture. The shifts in the process, how you go about building a site, traditional process, very much a, uh, a business-focused strategy. It's a me, me, me. Why are we the best? Why you should buy from us? It's a very much a huge project, um, six, nine months long, usually goes over budget, gets delivered late. Everyone's super frustrated. And then at the end, it's a, it's a set it and forget it. You're kind of like, this thing's out the door. We're going to just let it sit and maybe we'll get back to it at some point. Modern companies, again, these high growth companies, they take a different approach. They look at the, a customer-focused strategy. So this is uh, gaining an empathetic understanding of the world that their customers live in and weaving the website in as a part of that story. They build something that uh, looks and performs better than what they have today, but it's just a starting point. We call those launchpad websites. There's kind of a launchpad of your um, all your efforts. And then again, they use these, they leverage these tools and the data they have to make continuous improvements so that every single month, the site's improving, the results are improving, and the flywheel spins faster and faster and faster. So that culture shift and that process shift, those are the shifts that we talk about in, we've kind of packaged that up at HubSpot and put a little label to it. We label it growth driven design. And um, when you look at those things, just to kind of wrap this up, when you look at those things like treating it like a product, using data to make your decision, uh, focusing on your customers, building a, a launch pad website, um, continuously improving, the features and functionality that we built into CMS Hub enable you to do that better than any other system. And so that's whether, regardless of what CMS you use, when you evaluate CMSs, you want to find a CMS system, a website system that enables all of that. And um, again, up to this point, um, most of the systems that are out there today, I, I would even say all the systems all force you to kind of duct tape and glue something together that allows you to do all that. CMS Hub, right out of the box, will come with everything you need to implement you know, the modern way of building a website. Yeah. And if anyone um, that's listening hasn't really dipped into growth-driven design yet or, really, or doesn't understand it, doesn't know what it is, um, it's worth going to, uh, just correct me if I'm wrong, Luke, it's growthdrivendesign.com, is it? Uh, yep, growthdrivendesign.com. Yeah. So go and have a look at that because it's really informative um, little little website that can tell you everything about GDD. Um, yeah. We also have a free certification in the Academy. So, you know, check out the website if it piques your interest or you got a website redesign on the horizon um, in the HubSpot Academy. We have a free certification for marketers. It's not technical at all. It's all more about um, product management and um, growth experiments and design, um, but it'll really help lay out um, again, that modern process. So that's another way you can learn a little bit more. Brilliant. Okay. So my final question, um, we're at the end. Can you give us any secrets or details of what, um, HubSpot has next in the pipeline? Um, that would be great if you could. <laughs> well, of course, uh, with the launch of a new product, our big focus right now is to continue to, um, collect feedback from all of you users that are, are, are interacting with it and improving it. So I think, that's probably first and foremost is just um, just like any new product and any HubSpot product we have, we are always trying to improve it. And so a lot of the usability and a lot of the existing functionality is just going to continue to get better and better and better. So that's a big place that the product team is focusing on. Um, in terms of bigger horizons, more long-term stuff, we are looking at how we might improve the ability to um, manage 
assets and media files in a more effective way. We know the file manager has served its its purpose, but as we get into bigger, more complex companies, um, we're finding ways to improve how files are managed, how collaboration happens. Um, and so we're looking at more ways to improve that over time. The, the other place that we're looking at um, improving over time is... Um, this is uh, there's a lot of backend work that's happening with this, but making things more portable and um, and reusable, and that's from content to templates to um, these new web apps that we're talking about building and um, making it a lot easier to move content, manage content, show you know make it easier to to replicate that, show it in different places, and make it way more portable. All in the power of a marketer being able to do it versus relying on the developers. So I think we're going to see uh, more of that over the next 12 months. And um, I guess the third thing, like I said, is um, we're leaning into connecting the CMS, continuing, we already have, but to continue to connect the CMS into all the other powerful tools that we have within our other hubs. Because, you know, again, we all know that the CMS is just one tool to help power business growth. And you need kind of all these tools working together and where the where HubSpot really shines or where there's a lot of power in HubSpot is when you start connecting these tools. It's kind of that one plus one equals three effect where you can, of course, use the CMS on its own and have a really powerful personalized website. But when you couple that with things like our sales tools, our marketing tools, our, our um, service tools, it allows you to do even more and connect more of the dots. And so you'll see probably more features and functionality that when you connect them with other hubs, you'll unlock new things, new possibilities that you maybe couldn't if you were using just one of the hubs. Well, that's fantastic, Luke. Um, you know, some really great insight there on, on what you guys have in store for us um, in the next few months. And it's an exciting time to be to be a HubSpot user and um, to be, yeah to be uh, using some of these tools. Um, and yeah, looking forward to seeing what. Uh, you guys have in store for us in the future so um just want to thank you for your time today luke and uh, thanks for being the first guest on on PodSpot. and um Woo. yeah maybe we'll have you back again in the future to talk more uh, cms i i'm always down to talk to good people doing great things so anytime i can help let me know and i appreciate you all listening to the first podcast make sure you subscribe i'm sure we'll get all that those details but um it'll be really cool to see how this evolves over time thanks luke